This is the John Oliver Podcast. Our goal is to help you think outside of the box or motivate you to pursue your goals. Hey, my name is John Oliver. Welcome to the John Oliver Podcast. As always, um, I'm joined by my producer, my son, Eli. How was your day today, Eli? Doing good. Doing good. Good. We challenge you each week to think about one question, and that question is, what are you doing for the rest of your precious life? Today, we're going to continue a series and maybe finish it out. It's kind of a specialty thing. Today, we're continuing our series on goals. This is probably going to be the last uh, episode of this one. Uh, we're titling this, How Did You Lose Your Weight? Um, we hope that each and every segment that we air inspires you to at least think about your own plans and maybe pushes you to take action of your own. Um, so this episode is specifically on me. I try not to do it like this. Um, I kind of want to just challenge you. I don't want to make it specifically about me, but this one is about me. Um, I have a lot of friends and family and, and others have asked me, how did you lose the weight? So I went from 335 pounds to 216 pounds in about 36 weeks. That is about three and a third pounds a week, which is pushing the limit of what your doctor wants you to do. Um, but I had my doctor on path with me, so everything was fine. Everything was kosher. My current weight now is 235. So as every probably person out there thinks that, yeah, I'd love to lose about 20 pounds. Well, me too. I'd love to be back down that 216 again. Um, that's where I just felt really great. I don't feel bad now, but I felt really great at 216. So here are the plans. So I'm going to put this together. Now, first of all, I want to say that just because this plan worked for me and I kind of tracked it and I'm giving you the, the idea of what worked for me, that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. I think everybody is unique, different. Like I think of everybody's body as like a car and in an engine and not everybody and not everyone's car is the same and not every engine's the same um some run differently and blah 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 anyway so i i just don't want to say this is a fix-all and say hey do this because it works no that's not how it works um i believe the first thing i did before i even started recording or trying to lose weight was i gotta figure out what my problem is um, I'm overweight for a reason and that's, yeah, I'm putting food in my face, but there's got to be something else that's the problem. Um, and my problem that I discovered, um, is like, when do you eat? All right. So in the morning, am I a big morning person? Do I like stuff my face full of food in the morning? Uh, no, I could, I could skip breakfast and just be fine. Um, I know given the opportunity, my dad is one of those that eats in the morning. Um, he could eat every morning, but that's just him. That's how he's built. So I know that this diet probably is not going to work for him. Um, afternoon, do I pick out in the afternoon? No, actually, you know, I changed kind of jobs and career focus and things, um, towards the end of, uh, that time period. I just didn't eat much in, in the afternoon either. I'd have to force myself to even take snacks. All right. So the evening, so John, you must have gorged yourself in the evening or dinner, have a plateful. No, I, um, granted at the time I was three thirty six, I wasn't eating healthy and I wouldn't turn down food, but that was my problem either. My trouble was the late night. Um, not that I'm a big Oprah fan, but Oprah's one rule that she had was she lost her weight when she stopped eating after seven o'clock. Well, that's where I started eating. Um, 
I ate because it was a comfort thing. It just felt like I was supposed to do it since I did it for so long and made every excuse in the world of like, yep, I should be eating now because of whatever reason. So <clears throat> I had to fix that. Um, just because I fixed that doesn't mean I'm going to lose weight either. So I fixed that. So then you have to ask yourself, what do you drink? Are you a already a water drinker? Then you're perfect. That's awesome. Are you drinking a lot of coffee, have a lot of tea? Are you drinking sodas? What are you drinking? Um, identify that because the number one focus that people will tell you is don't drink your calories. Because if you only get 2,000 calories a day and you're drinking a lot of sugary stuff, um, that's not filling you up. And you're not your body's not getting what it needs out of that. So don't drink your calories. Um, and then you have to analyze of not only when you eat, but now what are you eating? So I was eating garbage. It didn't matter. I didn't have a, a, a any filter whatsoever. If I thought it tasted good, I ate it. That was that was it. Um, I measured food by the cost of it, literally. So if it was, you know, dollar menu thing, um, it's cheap. Uh, it's that means it's small. I could eat it, and it really doesn't count. Well, that's total. BS. Um, I considered, you know, if it was expensive or I spent some money on this, then I better eat it because then I'm just throwing money away. And there's another, you know, misnomer, a bad approach. And speaking of misnomers, I'm going to go back to that. When do you eat that morning, afternoon, evening, and late night stuff? Um, breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. That is just something that we're brainwashed into that is looks good on our refrigerator magnet. That's not breakfast is just that. Breakfast can be whenever you eat next after you wake up. It's your body burning all that. You're, you're fasting. That's what it is. It's a break in the fasting period. So sleeping, going into the next morning, you're awake. Your engine's running. Your engine's always running. So it doesn't really matter. So when you eat yeah, it gives you energy and, and, and depending on what you eat, but you don't have to eat. There's no rule that says you have to eat. For me, again, this is my rule. My biggest thing I had to do was I had to switch from Coca-Cola, which I absolutely love and adore Coca-Cola. Uh, if you haven't been to the museum or the, you know, the founding uh, location in Atlanta, <clears throat> uh, take the tour. Um, you haven't lived, but that's just me because I'm a coconut. I had to make the switch from Coke to water. Now, this was a long process. And again, we're not even starting to lose weight yet. This is just stuff that you have to figure out on your own. This was my hook. Uh, eating late nights and drinking all my calories in Coca-Cola. Now, every 12 ounces of Coke have 140 calories. That's just 12 ounces. Who drinks 12 ounces these days? I don't think you can even get a fountain drink in 12 ounces. It's or or a drive-through uh, container that's only twelve ounces. Um, twelve ounces has thirty-nine carbs, forty-five milligrams of sodium. So sodium uh, obviously retains water, so it's just going to put on weight, and you're putting on calories, and you're adding up carbs. That's incre that's crazy. So let's let's say, well, John, 
Ah, I drink Diet Coke, so that's better, right? Well, every 12 ounces of Diet Coke has 66.7 milligrams of sodium. So now, yeah, you're cutting out the calories, but you're still retaining that water. And if you drink Diet Coke like it's going out of style, then all you're going to do is you're going to hold all that water and your body's just, you're going to feel bloated all the time, uh, which is, it, it, it defeats the purpose of drinking a liquid. Um, and then what helped me get to water um, was Diet Coke, but then the biggest one would be Coke Zero. And Coke Zero is a smidge better, and 12 ounces of Coke Zero has 53.3 milligrams of sodium. So no, it's not, it's not the best, um, but it helped me get off of, get off of the, the Coke. So anyway, so let's, uh, I said the last step I had to do was I had to clear out my pantry. I had to get rid of all the junk food because if it's inside, you're going to eat it. So, now, here's what I did. Every day, I'm saying every single day, you have to be bound and determined, and I went through this through the previous podcast of recording everything. So, you weigh yourself in the morning, and then you record it. So, this is a gut check. Every morning you get up, this is... This should be after a good night's sleep. And if I don't, if it's not in my, my, my notes for me to say this later, it should be in there. And that is sleep. You can't lose weight if you're only getting six hours of sleep at night. You need at least seven hours of sleep minimum. People say that you can fluctuate between six, seven, and eight. I believe it's, it has to be seven and eight hours of sleep because that's when your body just burns this fat because your motor's running and you're not eating for a long period of time. You, it means your body, your engine's running on whatever food and energy you gave it already. So this is where you're going to wake up. Um, so I say first thing in the morning because this is when you're getting ready for work or <clears throat> you're getting out of bed and you can strip down and lose all the poundage you possibly can and jump on the scale. <clears throat> Plus it's the first time or it's the consecutive time where I'm going to say it's the best time to weigh yourself at the same time every time because you don't want to weigh yourself first thing in the morning and then the next day weigh yourself in the afternoon and the next day weigh yourself in the evening because your weights won't, it's going to be all fluctuated because you will, as you eat, you will gain weight through the day until your body uses it up or gets rid of it. Um, the second thing that you need to do religiously is record everything you put in your face. Anything that you eat, you have to write down. And this is crucial. If you're bound and determined to lose weight, all you have to do is write this down. And I haven't even started exercise yet. I'm not even talking about exercise yet. I'm just saying record what you do. This is a gut check. You're going to know. Plus, it's it's going to give you that goal thing that I talked about earlier is that set yourself a goal. Like 3.3 is a good average, but you need a scale. I do a digital scale that gives you those tenths of a percent or tenths of a pound. That way that you can see it dropping off and that'd be your motivation to continue and then set a goal for like a two week thing. Set a goal of like, I'm definitely going to lose four pounds in these two weeks and hopefully you achieve it. If you don't, you get to three and a half. That's still awesome that you're doing that. And that's a reward center. You're building those, those mechanisms to help you continue it. Uh, and when, when you start, I would say track yourself for 10 days. Force yourself to record everything religiously for 10 days because that's the best way to form a habit. It's after 10 days. And then the, the, <clears throat> you're recording your calories. 
The next thing you need to do is you need to avoid those lines in the grocery store where you know that it's nothing but sugar. So the little deli and donut aisle that's right behind the, the, the produce section, avoid it at all costs. Um, your body does not need dairy. So I would, I would actually go on the 30 whole food diet list and eat everything that's on that list. And which means basically you're eating chicken. Um, red meat should be like once a week and that includes pork. So even though I'm a huge fan of bacon, you kind of want to limit that for once a week. So I made bacon my reward for the week. Um, and you just have to eat everything green. Just if it's green, you can eat it. And then no, I'm not talking about food colored green. I'm just talking the vegetables that are green. So celery, celery and peanut butter was my best friend. So anyway, so <clears throat> you start recording calories. So this means you put a cap on yourself. So, you know, download an app, your favorite app or whatever, set a calorie intake for your body weight. You can go online and figure out what you need to do to reduce the number of calories from where you are by based on your, your size, height, gender, blah, 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 and all that fun stuff. Hit your calorie counts and stick to it. So what this does is it trains you what you should eat and how much you should eat and when you go to the grocery store, it figures you can figure out what you can eat more of that doesn't cost you much. So like asparagus is a, is a huge one. You can eat a ton of asparagus and maybe even get full on it and it, and you're not killing your calorie count. You're, you're staying very moderate. You get on the internet and look on what, uh, fast food restaurants have um, that are low calorie. Uh, I can say now that you got to stay away from Arby's if you have one of those in your area. Um, there's not a whole lot of places that um, have a whole lot of uh, menu items that are low in calories, but they're they're out there and they're going to be your best friend um, because you're going to be stuck out in you know away from home and nowhere near a grocery store where you're going to have to eat something and you're going to have to have those fast foods. So that's the other thing. Find those fast food places that are near you and around you or where you work that you can actually go in and get something, get something to eat um, that's healthy. So I counted calories and stayed within my goal for probably half of the 36 weeks. And for me, there was a point where I stalled out. I stalled out at 260. Now, I was happy to be 260 because obviously I wasn't 335, but I kind of equate this to if you've ever put a pork butt uh, on a smoker and smoked it, um, your internal temperature you want to get to is like 165, 170, but what happens is you'll, like, I, I smoke pork, I inject it with apple cider or apple juice or whatever inside, so it takes longer because there's a lot of liquid inside. So when you smoke, I'll smoke it for anywhere from like 14 to 16 hours and you'll get about halfway through, no, you'll get about four hours to the end because you have this window. People say, you know, you need to smoke it for this long. You get about four hours to the end and that internal temperature will stall at 120 to 130 degrees. And a lot of people will freak out and they'll pull it out and quit right then. And they think, oh, well, it must be done because I can't get it to move. Or they'll turn the heat up and then they'll fry the outside of the pork and they'll just dry it out. You need to just stay with the course. Your weight's not going to move a whole lot. It's basically, think about it as that pork butt because what's happening is you're rendering down 
those hard chunks of fat. Your your body's just going through that. So one thing that you can do is by this point, um, let's say you're at it for two to three months, you're teaching yourself to eat better, eat right, count the calories. So you, you've recorded it so much, you already know how many calories are in it. So you know that part. What I did at this point is you're stalling out is now switch to counting carbs. Um, and that's, that's the bread. Obviously, you know, I learned to order a cheeseburger. I'm sorry, no cheese. I learned to order a hamburger on a salad is what we kind of, we made fun of it is that you're getting, you run it through the garden as they say, and then there's a hamburger on top. Um, just get rid of the bun. You find out different things. People, you know, they have an unwitch or a lettuce wrap or something like that. It doesn't, you're not losing a whole lot, especially if you're counting, you're cutting your calories at this point. You're used to that new flavor profile, um, where everything seems to be more fresh and, uh, crunchier and, um, you'll see it. If you're there, you'll see it. Um, you count the carbs and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> unlike a pork butt being smoked, uh, that, that temperature will move or those pounds will start coming off again. So I got down to pretty close to the, I think I got into the two thirties, uh, where I'm at now. Um, and I think I got, I think the ideal goal was 228, 230, somewhere around there when I started exercising. Um, I tried to, I love riding a bike, but to me that wasn't a whole lot of exercise, even though it probably was. Um, for most people and I can't ride a bike now just for leisure as my son can contest that when I get on the bike, I just go fast. Um, like my, my kids used to be in swimming. So we'd be on vacation and go to the swimming pool and they're swimming laps. I'm like, this is not what I meant by going to the pool and having some fun by them swimming laps, but that's what's what they're used to. So I did maybe exercise. Um, I would, I would equate that for you guys. If you're going to lose weight and you're 335 pounds, just go for a walk. 30 minutes, um, set your watch for 15 minutes and go for a one-way walk. And then once your alarm goes off or you realize it's been 15 minutes, just turn around and go back. That is probably the healthiest way to exercise for the human body, in my opinion, at 335. <clears throat> Again, I suggest you contact your doctor, physician, or whatever for their recommendation based on where you are and your medical situation. But um, exercise is going to be key at this point. So I started running actually, um, interval training is probably the best, which means if you don't know what interval training is, um, you can just go for a casual walk. That's great. Interval is a sprint. So just pick up the pace for 15 seconds. Um, pick out a tree on the walk and just try to run to the tree and then walk for a minute, two minutes, three minutes, get your breath, lower your heart rate back down pick another tree or 15 seconds and go run again sprint those sprints is what burns the the biggest bulk of calories the next phase of exercise would be weight lifting um heavy weights uh resting periods is the debunk you don't have to wait 30 seconds 45 or two minutes or whatever it's just lifting heavy weights um, you can do reps or whatever, but if you've never lifted before, just lifting weights period is going to help you out. It's basically walk into the gym with a dry back and walk out with a wet back. Basically, that's what it is. Just, just get up a good lather. Just sweat. Uh, lifting is going to help you build muscle and muscle is what burns fat. Okay. So at this point, I developed some good habits. 
um, working out became easier. Um, riding the bike became easier. Running became easier. Everything becomes easier. And when it does, you just want to do more. You want to incorporate. For me, I want to incorporate sports or other things because now you're more fit. You can do different things. Um, eating just becomes natural and easier. Um, you just have to keep yourself in check. No matter how many compliments you get of that you look great, stay with what you're doing. Um, my biggest problem that I had in the previous times of losing weight has been good friends saying, oh, you're skinny enough, you don't need exercise, and here, eat this. And it's like, no, just stay on the course, do you. Don't change for somebody else or because someone else's opinion has forced you to want to change. Don't do it. Stick to your path. Stick to your goal. Um, hit your mark, whatever that mark is. Um, grocery shopping becomes easier. Um, your palate changes, as I kind of mentioned before, is that um, I can't drink a Coca-Cola now. Um, as much as I appreciate it and loved it um, for so many years, it is way too sweet for me because my I conditioned my body to not want it anymore. Um I've switched to coffee with a natural sweetener, uh, not a natural sweetener, an artificial sweetener. Um, and I can have a podcast on that. Don't believe the old wives tales of, oh, you know, the yellow stuff or the pink stuff or whatever is bad for you. Nope, it's not. It's completely natural, not natural. The body gets rid of it or digests it healthy, doesn't cause cancer and all that stuff. So yes, use those sweeteners to your advantage. Don't use too much of them because once you get that sweet tooth uh, for something, it just it doesn't let go of you. So use it in good moderation. Anyway, I hope that maybe this story, I have a lot of people ask me, John, how'd you lose the weight? That is in the nutshell what I did. Um, I hope you reach your goal, whatever whatever that goal is. This whole series has is, is been kind of fun to uh, put that out there of all the goals. If weight loss is yours um, and you have questions or advice, hit us up on our YouTube channel. Leave us a comment. Um, try to get to those. Um, reach out. Uh, I'd, I'd love to help you uh, on the path, push you, give you advice, whatever you need. Um, that wraps up. Uh, not only today's show of, of how do you lose your weight, but our series on goals. So I hope you join us uh, next week. Uh, we're going to start a totally new series. Um, if you haven't liked or subscribed, please do that. And until next time, get a feel for your future.